This is Using the Whole Whale, a podcast that brings you stories about data and technology and the nonprofit world. My name is George Weiner, your host and the chief whaler of wholewhale.com. Thanks for joining us. Hello, this is George Weiner. Uh, it's March 7th in New York. Uh, don't worry, it's still cold here, uh, although daylight savings is coming. Today I want to talk about uh, the idea of data culture. Uh, data culture is a topic uh, that we spend a lot of time thinking about at, at Whole Whale, and the idea is essentially how the cultures within our organization are going to be adapting and need to adapt so that we can maximize and use the data that, that we have. When we're talking about data, I think it's interesting to take the long view and really understand at a macro level what's going on. And so why not to the beginning? Uh, 30,000 BC, we have, you know, the first like Cro-Magnon man. Uh, you know, not much uh, not much going on there, not not too much big data. Um, 3200 uh, BC, we have Mesopotamia and the first written word. So it, it takes us a little while to write, you know, write something down that could actually be saved and recorded. Uh, and then and in 1968, we begin to get uh, the first beginnings of the Internet, officially calling it the Internet, where they define the term in 1995. Let's think now, just over the past decade, just the last, the last 10 years, the amount of data, and by data I mean not just personal information, but recorded words, really, um, just in the last decade, we have got more saved and created, stored by uh, humankind than the past 30,000 years. And so what does that mean in organiz- uh, as a culture uh, in a general sense, but also in, in a smaller sense as an organization where everything we are doing is recorded and our ability to understand what's being done by you know our users and the people that are important to our organization is now available it's it's overwhelming really and the only way you can truly maximize it is by saying you know we can't put you can't put baby in the corner you can't put data in the corner and just rely on one person kind of like a you know the the hero data analyst if you're so lucky to have one to go off there into the corner interpret it and Bring us back from, you know, from on high, the information. So in a loose structure we would like to recommend when you're thinking about what does a data culture look like within your organization. To define it, data culture is, uh, we say, uh, an organization that asks what do the data say and then acts on the results even when convention or tradition may disagree. It is using the analytic process to leverage uh, relevant insights from big data and transform the way business is done internally and externally. The culture depends on staff at all levels to measure outcomes, act based on available data, and build on existing knowledge over time. There are three components to the data culture people, process, and product. So balancing together, starting with people, we think is the most important. If you're thinking about an equation, you know, this is 40 to 50% of it. We need to be giving staff access to the data they need. Uh, they're holding regular meetings. Uh, they're establishing uh, a proper structure internally, but 
people uh, that have been in job roles for a while may not have the necessary analytic skills. So there's also an element of training and understanding that we have to invest in the training resources so that our people have the, the ability to, to understand what they're looking at and then, of course, make change as a result. The processes inside, you know, the, the meetings, setting measurable goals, uh, communicating the right data internally is helping us with the, the physical act of how we are interacting and improving our organization uh, methodically by using data. And then finally, the product side. Uh, actually, the, the smallest component, but sometimes I think we get obsessed with this. If only we had the right tool to come in here and show me a chart, all of our answers would be solved and we'd finally understand what's going on. Uh, you know, the product uh, that uh, at Whole Whale we really uh, leverage a lot is actually Google Analytics, a free uh, web tracking tool which gives us tremendous insight on web behavior. There are, of course, others and uh, products such as Optimizely, which will help you test and then use the data available from your site to increase your insights. But again, we don't like getting too focused on product as, as the solution and subscribe to some sort of weird solutionism of if only we had the right toy, this would be all set. So we've got this rough model, and it's important at this point to say any culture in an organization, and we know this from uh, probably from experience, uh, is largely dictated from, from the top often, uh, uh, management. And so one of the biggest killers of data culture is uh, is the hippo. Now, if you're not familiar with this term, uh, I'm excited to tell you. Uh, the hippo is an acronym that stands for the highest paid person in your organization. And when this person is, is somebody who, let's say, puts the blinders up and just leaves from the gut, trust me, I'm right, don't need to look at data, I've been doing this for years, uh, we've got a you know, an issue because ultimately you're not going to be in an environment where the best possible answers are going to be uh, tested and you know evaluated when possible based on the data. This is not to say that having a leader that has got vision uh, is something that is going to stop a data culture. Quite the contrary. Think about the 1962 uh, JFK Moon speech where he basically says, within the next decade, we are going to put a man on the moon. That is tremendous vision. Notice, though, if you go back and, and look at the script of the speech, he doesn't then go on to say, we are going to use this kind of rocket fuel, this type of aluminum alloy, what have you, to build the ship. He doesn't say how that the you know NASA is going to have to figure this out, but he sets the direction and gives that type of vision and sets the the goal really. Per person per week to more than fifty cents a week for every man, woman, and child in the United States. For we have given this program a high national priority. Even though I realize that this is in some measure an act of faith and vision, for we do not now know what benefits await us. But if I were to say, my fellow citizens, that we shall send to the moon 240,000 miles away from the control station in Houston, a giant rocket more than 300 feet tall, the length of this football field, 
made of new metal alloys, some of which have not yet been invented, capable of standing heat and stresses, several times more than have ever been experienced, fitted together with a precision better than the finest watch, carrying all the equipment needed for propulsion, guidance, control, communications, food, and survival, on an untried mission to an unknown celestial body, and then return it safely to Earth, re-entering the atmosphere at speeds of over 25,000 miles per hour, causing heat about half that on the temperature of the sun, almost as hot as it is here today, and do all this, and do all this, and do it right, and do it first before this dictate is out, then we must be bold. I'm the one who's doing all the work, so uh, we'll get voice to stay cool for a minute. And that is a perfect example of how we can be interacting uh, with uh, leaders that bring us vision, but not necessarily the minutia of execution where data is really great on saying, hey, I know you want to go north. The compass and other available data say we're actually going east. If we correct course, we will get there faster. And I like this as a balance, thinking of data as a compass, informing the direction we go, not sort of uh, as a you know benevolent dictator that tells us everything we should ever know. There's still, don't worry, there's still room for human thought here. So that is the, the concept for today and thinking about data culture. Uh, we'll be talking a lot more about it and looking for examples out there to, to make this real, but it is certainly overall a process and something we like to think a lot about. This has been Using the Whole Whale, the podcast. For more information about the topics covered in today's show, please check out wholewhale.com and consider following us on Twitter at Whole Whale. Thanks.